righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. As the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In these law the nations of the earth be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. And when you have time, you put it on the board, verse 12, chapter 4 of Romans, it says, walk in the steps of Father Abraham. I want to talk to you about faith that will not accept no for an answer. Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, we understand by faith the world was created. We understand by faith that the world came into existence by Your Word. And we don't need to get convoluted with mysteries. It's very plain in the Scripture. It's given us direction that You are the author and the finisher of our creation. Bless the service. Bless every father that's here. Bless every saint that's here, every child, every wife, every husband, as we bring forth your word in the name of Jesus. You may be seated. Jesus Christ was God manifested in flesh. Dwelt among us. Came through the womb of a virgin Mary. And was hated by Herod and accused by Pilate. Jesus came and preached faith to our world. The law was given by Moses. Now in Moses' days, there were many dead bodies. <laughs> many people lost their eyes. Many tooth missing. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth. You push my eye out, I push yours back out. You cut my hand off, we cut yours off too. It was a retaliatory system. <clears throat> then Jesus Christ came on the world and taught a different message. He said, grace and truth. No matter how disgraceful my life was, grace could turn disgrace in a life that's not one wasted. And Jesus Christ came to preach to the poor and the unfortunate, and those that the law would have told them, stoned them, decapitate them, whatever the law required, that's what would have happened. But Jesus came and taught faith. And the last concern he had before he left was, when the Son of Man come back, will he find faith in the earth? Because he knows that the times that we're living in today would be perilous. People are skeptics, agnostics. Those are big words simply mean you just don't believe. We in the world said, show me first, and then I will believe. And God says, not so. Thomas you're not blessed like those who have not seen and yet 
believing. The blessed ones are those who have not seen and yet believe. There are ten personages in the book of Genesis that Paul wrote about in Hebrews chapter 11. He called them faith, faith, faith to me, heroes. He named them. Now, ten mean completion. He start way back with Abel, work his way way down to Rahab, and then go into other names that you well know, like Gideon and David and such like. And he said, these are the Hall of Fame, not in the Guinness Book of Records, but in the Hall of Fame. But well, what is faith? Well, first of all, faith is a promise. Faith is a promise. Whatever you hope for, faith can deliver it. Faith promises you that which you hope for. And faith says, you're not going to see it. But you've got to believe it. You've got to conceive it. And you've got to be persuaded of it. And you've got to confess it. If you're going to have it as a promise handed to you. Now everybody in the book of Hall of Fame. In the hero of faith. One thing about them is common. They did not see it. They don't know it. But they believe it. And they conceive it. And God called it a promise that was made to them. And God begin to teach all throughout the Bible in the Old Testament Israel faith. Now Israel could not have faith even when miracles were operative in their presence. They limited God. Now the beauty about faith is I'm going to talk to you about faith that you never heard before. Faith does not question the Word of God. Faith accepts at face value that which is Written, for they have no other reason to doubt. If you doubt, you do without. But if you believe and confess, you can receive. For faith is a promise of things hoped for. Now, someone said, You're a fool, <laughs> accepting a, a fool's a promise. But, friend, this is not a fool's, my friend. You're unbelief will not make God's promises of none effect. You cannot by your unbelief say it won't happen. Because God said, my promises are not yes and amen. I mean, no, no, and yeah, yeah. It's yes and amen. And the word amen means absolutely so be it. It's not limited to your intellectual ability. It's not limited to who you know. But it's a faith that accepts no for an answer is the kind of faith that Abraham had that would not let go even though his body was dead and Sarah womb was shriveled up and dried up. They had a faith that accept no for an answer, would accept no for an answer. To them, they would not let go of a hope of the day coming of a son being born. And they knew that God would accommodate their faith no matter how weak that faith was. It doesn't matter what size your faith is. As long as you've got a spot of faith, God will accommodate your weaknesses and perform strengthness for you. Because faith pleases God. I don't think anybody in the service today will want to displease God. If you do, you're not very wise. He's bigger than you. Bigger than all your problems, bigger than all your might and tenacity. 
But when you look at the Bible, faith is not potential. Faith is kinetic. Faith is not nebulae. Faith is, is, is real. It's alive. It's like a person. It has oxygen. It breathes. It's immortal. You see, Enoch immortalized faith by refusing to die. Noah constitutionalized faith when he said, Look, I will not quit building this ark. Now you understand, nobody ever heard you will never die because God said you're going to die. But Enoch said, Not me, call me up. I'm not going to die. And God took him and he immortalized faith. Noah have never seen rain, but believe that rain is coming. He can't describe rain. He can't tell what rain looks like. And so rain was something never seen or heard before. But this man institutionalized the faith that said, I will not quit based on my lack of understanding. I'm still going to believe God says it, and that settles it. I don't care what my belief says. It's going to happen like God says it. And so Noah believed, and the rain did come. Enoch was translated. Abraham institutionalized faith when he said, Look, I'm going to do that which is not popular. I'm going to leave not knowing where I'm going. When I believe, I heard from God. I know what I believe is from God. And he popularized the faith that the Bible just told us. If you walk in that footprint then you become a child of Abraham. Moses revolutionized faith when he said, Look, I don't care what the king says. I will not even accept the king's response to what I demand. He said, Look, no, it's not an answer. Pharaoh, you've got to let Israel go. What he did, he revolutionized faith. Jacob radicalized faith. Where he said, look, I will wrestle all night. If it takes all night, I will not let go until I achieve what I have conceived in my mind. I want you to bless me. And then Gideon, he actualized faith because he said, I'm ready to fight with the few that I've got. It's not by might nor by strength or by power. I believe God. I'm going to go out and step up by faith. And he went with 300 men and won the battle. David actualized faith. When the Bible says he set no limits on God when he believed he could restore what the enemy had taken from him. And then Samson, I like Samson, he gives a dude of us faith and said, Look, I can grow back what I've lost and recover that which you took from me at all costs. And that's the kind of faith if you have this morning, you're saying, I will say no to doubt. And yes to faith. Clap your hands to Jesus right now. Faith. It's the oxygen of success and prosperity. You want to succeed in our world today? You've got to have faith in spite of the economy. You've got to have faith in spite of the reports coming from the reporter. The, the thing is, whose report do you believe? The skeptics or the scripture? The world or the word? Faith is a world shaker and a world mover. Not like the skeptic. Faith is now. It's a now experience. When you come to God, you cannot please God without faith. He that cometh to God must believe. 
You've got to believe. If you don't believe, you're just hurting yourself. When you walk out here with doubt, you're going to do without. But that don't mean God's hands are shortened. It doesn't mean God's not being blessed in blessing other people. It doesn't mean that you short change yourself. Because your unbelief is your problem. But honey, when you've got faith, you become a child of Abraham. Can I pray to Jesus? Now faith, faith is what Father Abraham gave to us. We're Gentile. And the Bible says the Gentile shall believe like Abraham. Faith is in great need this morning. But I want to tell you good news. Faith is in great supply. How do you get faith? By hearing the preached word. I'm not preaching the world. I'm preaching the word. I'm not preaching skepticism. I'm preaching scripture. Faith comes by preaching. It comes by reaching. It comes by hearing. It's not going to tickle your fancy. It's going to touch your heart. When you open your heart, when I open the scripture, and I open my mouth, you open your mind, and God will give you faith that can move your mountain and your obstacles. If you can believe, you can become a child of Abraham. If you know the Lord, come back to Jesus right now. Come on, somebody here needed to have that revolutionary faith that God says it can be yours. Faith, amen, in size is irrelevant. I don't care if you got little faith, small faith, or big faith. The outcome will be the same. Power, success, victory, amen, and power to leap over obstacles. Faith sees no limits. Faith is contagious. Faith is courageous. Can you hear me? Faith cannot be insulted. You can't insult faith to make it stop inoperative. Faith is just bulldog in faith. Amen. Faith is alive and well. Faith, amen, is not suicidal. It subdue kingdoms and stop kings' commands and reverse adversaries' arrows. Faith can quench the fiery darts of adversaries. Faith is like a pit bull. It just hangs on and will not let go. Faith, amen, will not let you give up. Faith says, go the extra mile. Faith says, it's coming. Amen. Faith is a promise. Faith is a key that unlock the door to opportunity. Faith will not fail you. It will avail you. you got to realize, walk in the steps of Abraham. If you're going to please God, you have to become little Mr. and Mrs. Abraham. And God said it pleases him. When you see people walk in the steps of Abraham, it's a step that comes for righteousness. Faith produces winners, not whiners. Amen. Faith pleases God and stops Satan. Faith makes you leap over walls. Hallelujah. Run through troops and quench the fiery darts of your adversary. Amen. You can use your faith and move mountains. You can walk in water with faith, my friend. Faith is in this room. If you want it, you can have it. Your world is full of skepticism. Your world is full of agnosticism. I'm going to tell you right now, leave your world outside. And step into his world. Step into the world of supernatural. I want to ask you this question. Is there anything too hard for faith to accomplish? Is there anything that faith cannot do this morning? Faith does not make you a victim. It makes you a victor over all your adversaries. 
You've got to understand. We come this far by faith, leaning on the everlasting arms of God. And we're going to make the distance because faith will see us through. So why don't you try out your faith now? Hello? You can sit there like the man in the pool and blame the whole world. When the angel come down, nobody help me. You can blame your mama and dad if you want to. And blame your father and also you're wrong. It's up to you. I've given you the steps to follow. It's like giving the steps to follow. I've told you what you need to do. I've shown you the way. Now you get up by faith. And if thou believest, you may step out by faith. If you believe, step into faith. If you believe, act on your faith. If you believe, act on the Word. Come on, somebody. God said it's up to you. So why don't you try out your faith now? If you can believe this morning, you can receive what faith promises you. You see, the man that was born blind, how did he see? Faith opened his eyes. Jesus Christ said, if thou, if thou believest, I can do this. Because God knows He can do all things. For Him there's nothing impossible. You see, hear what and how faith works. Faith sees not your obstacles. Faith is telling you about your opportunities. Faith does not care about your past. It gives you a future. Faith says, you don't live in the past, you live in the future. I don't care how bad or messed up your past was. It's irrelevant when you come in the area of faith. Faith sees not the mountain that you're struggling with. Faith calls that mountain a molehill. Oh, hallelujah. Faith don't focus on your circumstances. It focuses on God's substance. Hallelujah. I tell you, my son, faith is the substance of things I hope for. What do you want God to do? What do you want God to release? What do you want God to say? What do you want God to perform? I'm trying to release your faith. Open your heart. Open your mind. Open your soul to the Word of God as I preach it. Mix it with faith and profit from faith in the preaching of the Word of God. Or leave here just like you came. Many of you gone to your doctors and you left there just like you came. Some of you left with a prescription. And some cash in the prescription and some don't. But the wise always increase by learning. Faith comes by hearing. You don't focus on your circumstance. You focus on the substance that was hoped for. Faith ignores pressure and fears. And divine is show you divine favor. Faith says, I can give you favor when you have your fears. Faith says, I'm not negative. I only focus on the positive. Faith says, I'm not temporal. I am eternal. God possessed me in the beginning of His works. Faith will quench the darts of unbelief and your doubts. Faith, amen, can shut the mouth of the skeptics and wonder, what happened to you? How come you came out of the lion's den? How come you came to the burning furnace fire? How come you survived? I want to tell you, it was faith that quenched the fire. It was faith that stopped the darts. It was faith that brought them through Egypt. Amen. It was faith that kept them in the wilderness. It was faith that brought them to the promised land. And faith is what the faith you need right now. 
Hello? You don't sit in a dentist's chair without faith. You don't climb in an airplane and watch the guy go in the cockpit without faith. And here you come in God's presence and sit in God's house. He's greater than your doctor. Better than your pilot. And you can't open up to God? My friend, you're going to leave it as you came. But I want to tell you, friend, I want to be airborne. I want to be caught up, wrapped up, tied up in the Spirit, anointed and appointed and sent home better than I came. Hallelujah. When I go see a dentist, I don't go see the sick come out the same way. I went in no way. I won't even feel better where the pain is gone. Faith will turn your pain into gain. Faith will shut the mouth of your adversaries. Faith never lost a battle. Faith never bows to unbelief. Ask Esther. They said the king command could not be changed. Somebody forgot to tell Esther that. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. That's faith talking. I ignore the negative, and I focus on the affirmative. He said, I'm going to see the king. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to go. And she walked in there, and the king said, I'll give you what you want plus half of the kingdom. Just name it and claim it. The king says, it's all yours. I'm trying to tell you, my friend, you give up that seat of skepticism and doubt and stop doing without and plug in right now and open your heart and your mind. And as I preach, profit from preaching. Profit from hearing the Word of God. Believe the report that I bring it to you this morning that the widow ignored the obstinacy. Amen. Of the, of the, of the judge that said, Don't ignore me and I will keep on. I got importunity. Because importunity leads to, to opportunity. And she kept on knocking. And she kept on knocking. I'm telling you, she just won't quit because quitters won't, quitters won't win. And winners never quit. And you keep on coming. And keep on coming. And keep on asking. And if you ask, you shall receive. If you knock, it shall be open. And if you press your way, you'll get on in. I'm telling you, friend, you've got a bulldog faith. Don't sit there and die. Don't sit there and cry. Don't sit there and wonder why. Just get up and, and release your faith. He said, Pastor, I don't have any faith. Then hitchhike on mine. Hook up your trailer. Have you ever seen a train before? One engine put in a long list of coaches. Well, I'm telling you this morning, I have enough faith to pull McMurray from here to Alaska. Hook up, honey. Don't be shook up. Baby, don't look down. Look up. Faith is in this place. Don't let unbelief intimidate your faith. She kept on. Hallelujah. Somebody forgot to tell this lady, it's not lawful for you to come with your menstrual problem in the city. Stay out there. But she ignore. Fate will humble itself if it has to. And get down on her knees. And they're stepping on her finger. And they're trampling her. She says, you can't make me doubt. I know too much about it. You can't keep me away. Hallelujah. And she pressed her way in. Ah, I got you. And she touched him and she said, Ah, I felt it. He will know when you touch him. I don't care. About, I don't care much the crowd is pushing. 
There's something about a touch of faith. A little touch of faith. That's Jesus Christ. He just virtue came out of me. Wouldn't have been nice right now at 7308 Bully Avenue. I hear heaven cries out. Somebody touch me. Michael, Gabriel, cherubims, seraphim, I've got to go down now. Somebody need forgiveness. Somebody need remission of sins. Somebody need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Excuse me while I go down to earthlings and get a little link up with the power of Abraham. If you can be dissuaded, you will be. But people of faith are people who are beyond persuasion. You can't persuade me. Zacchaeus says, don't tell me how short I am. Don't tell me how little stature I am. Don't tell me how big the crowd is. I'm going to see Jesus if I have to climb that sycamore tree. Are you ready for a climb? I'm asking you right now. If you can walk in the steps of Daddy Abraham, you're going to have the same kind of blessing. Not only that, I'll curse them that curse you. And every weapon before against you shall not prosper. Why? Because you are stepped in the realm of Abraham and you've got a covering. Amen. Faith did not limit God. Nor should your faith. Your boast is not in yourself. My boast will be in the Lord. Hallelujah. Here is Peter, caught by the Roman soldiers, threw him in jail, planning to kill him the next morning. So they planned. But somebody forgot to tell the church that. And the church called a prayer meeting. Peter went to sleep because he said, You can't threaten me with heaven. So if you kill me, I'm going to go to heaven. And if you don't, I'm going to Pentecost. So choose which way I go to church. By going to church one way or another. I'm telling you, if you want to go to church, nobody can stop you. A demoniac proved that. He had legions of devils that could stop him. But he saw Jesus and he ran through the crowd and went to Jesus Christ. Your faith, nobody can stop it if you want to use your faith now. The church got praying. Peter is shackled in jail. His hands are shackled. His feet are shackled. Nobody escaped the inner prison. But they fail to tell faith that. Faith can penetrate this wall. Faith can go through the ceiling. Faith can unlock the locks that hold you bound. Faith can subdue devils. And they start praying. And they start praying. And God said, come on, angels, get down there. Don't, don't be the idol. Get down there pretty quick. And God sent an angel. Hallelujah. Uh, my wife was witnessing at, at Kenner College with Bible study. I wish the church would start doing that again. She wasn't even attending there, but she knew what we did at Nate, and so she was teaching there. And one student got connected to our study and came to our little white building. And she said, Now, I'm teaching, Pastor. Now, while I'm teaching him, Sister Nate, you, you were there. He fell on his face and screamed. I said, I thought I was saved until you opened up the Scripture. God opened his eyes. God opened his understanding. God opened his mind. God opened his heart to receive 
the engrafted word. And when it hit him so hard, he fell on his face before me. Could have sent me to college in Grand Prairie in Vancouver because they had no room for us here where I lived. But he sent me right here because he knows my heart cry was if I could find the truth, I would live for God. And God knows where truth is. And God is better than a GPS. He won't lead in a farmer's field or call the sack. And he cried, and he cried. He said, thank you for truth. He phoned his wife and said, I found the truth. Hallelujah. Long story short, he got baptized. His wife got baptized. His kid got baptized. His sister got baptized. The whole family got baptized. <coughs> what happened? God's faith opened the door of opportunity. If any man, if any woman, hear my voice, harden not your heart, as in provocation. This is the day of your salvation. Take it or leave it. Here is your chance. You're free to choose who you're going to serve. Serve the gods of yesteryears or serve the God of today. But you've got to choose. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Faith is a shield and a weapon of defense for those who are caught. Faith is multifaceted. Amen. It will give you the things you hope for. It will give you things that are no evidence to see. Amen. Faith never loses a battle. I was preaching last week or last month in uh, Louisiana. The pastor brother, they caught him in a terrible crime. And they told him he's going to be there for ten years. Ten solid years. Hallelujah. And his brother no, I can't get away from this one. I'm guilty. His brother visited him in jail and said, look, I'm going to give you one more chance. Will you live for God or the devil? You're going to go to prison for ten years, he says. If you're going to live for God, you'll be out. He said, if I'm out, I'll live for God. Hallelujah. Why not? He busted in church. He went to court. And the judge says, look. I'm going to give you a suspended sentence for life. You'll be on parole for life. Go. Hello. You know what? The judge called him back and set him free. And the case go on and on. Faith move mountains. Faith pays the bill. I was listening to Canada Conference a while ago. This guy teaching about something similar like I'm talking to you right now. He says, God, I'm an evangelist. I'm broke. I'm broke. The notes come due and they can't pay for it. So while he's going to church, the guy in the car with him says, Hey, preacher, I saw a $100 bill over there. 
in the median, in the busy highway in the south. He said, you did? So he said, I found the brake on, put the flashlight on, and run out there and start checking. He said, I found right here a $100 bill. Walk down the road, another $100 bill. Another $100 bill. It was with all the dollars, 950 to pay the note. And there was no more. It stopped. I told my wife the interpretation of that. I said, there's an invisible angel. There's an invisible angel in this building right now, which you're set free to pay your bills, to give her the house you couldn't afford. You can't see it. You don't see it. But I believe it. I'm like Abraham. Faith is a promise that God made to you, sir. And said, I'll do it if you believe me. Hallelujah. And so God worked in mysterious ways. His wonders He performed. Faith never lose hope. Your friends may say it may never happen. And the skeptic may say, how did it happen? But you can confess, watch it happen. Can I pray somebody? Come on, church. You know God. You should be touting amen. You should be shouting amen. Because your faith can release shackles today. Your shout can break shackles. Don't shout when we're here by ourselves. I want you to shout right now. You want to bring the walls down? It takes faith to bring the walls down. It takes faith to penetrate the walls of unbelief. You start shouting right now. And the skeptic won't prevail. But faith will avail. Faith is limitless, boundless, fearless. Faith is not easily intimidated. Faith is not passive. It's aggressive. Faith is not a failure. Faith is success. When you got faith, failure is not an option. My father, I showed the evangelist how far my father drove. It was impossible for him to find where he ended up. And there's a lady there who was hungry for God in the denominational church. And God gave her the gift of the Holy Ghost because she had faith to believe what she read. Hallelujah. God can cross any denominational line, a cultural line. Hallelujah. And when she prayed, the Holy Ghost came upon her, and she said, I was time on her lips, and they'll put her outside the church every time, outside the door. She started praying, oh God, if this is real, and you give me this gift of the Holy Ghost, then send somebody. For years she's praying, send somebody. I'm tired of being put outside the door. Will you please send somebody? Send somebody. And so one day my dad was going to, to work, and God said, you're not going back to work anymore. Stop right now. i got to work for you. And God didn't tell him when, where, how. She went for a whole week. Nothing happened. He started questioning God and, 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 the, and the guidance. And he asked him, no, go for a ride. He rode north. It, rode, it went north of Edmonton. Went all the way to Westlock. God said, stop here and pray for direction. So he stopped and he prayed. And when he prayed, God said, now turn right. He turned towards Athabasca. Never know where that, where that was. Go down there. When he was Athabasca, God said, now stop at the junction to turn to the Lacrobis area. God said, stop again. Pray again. He prays to go north. So we can go north. No houses. Those bushes on both sides. And while he's driving, 
He came to a road of cross. And God said, stop. And he stopped. He saw a, a community set on this side, a little church building over here, a house over there, and a farmer's field. And God said, now turn right into that lane. You're right in the lane. And we're going right for the preacher's home. And God said, don't go there. Where do you want me to go, guys? He go over here. So he went. The farmer walked up. Now, I know the guy, so you can't tell me it doesn't happen. Now, uh, I was here after the fact. And, what do you want? Look at friend. You're not here by mistake. You might think you are. But today, you're not innocent. Today, you're guilty of opportunity knocks. And you may not use it. God will bring you to justice one day about this. That you had your chance. To prove your sincerity. And her sincerity was on trial. When the door knocked, he said, come on in. Because by that's a trim. God sent me the message for you. He said, what did God say? So he opened up his Bible. The farmer's looking at him. And he went to look. Acts 2.38 is the way to be saved. Then peace unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, formers of sin, and his service, he gave the Holy Ghost, for the promises unto you. He said, without exception, everyone in that scripture, talk in tongues. They all spake with tongues when they got the Holy Ghost. He said, what? Show it to me. So he went to Acts 2, Acts 1, verse 4, all through the scripture. And you know what? While he's doing that, his wife is in the kitchen. God know where your kitchen is. God know where your closet is. Let me tell you, if everybody is leaving their closet, it's about time the prayer warriors leave their closet too. I don't think you heard me, honey. It's about time we leave our closet too and get in the streets. It's the witness for God. Somebody is in their kitchen. They said you can't stand the heat down the kitchen. Well, not church. I was there after the fact when I watched a man and his daughter got the Holy Ghost in his house at his dinner table. And I was there to see that part. And that started the church in Athabasca. Who told him, Moshanda? Who shut up? I want to tell you, faith is not a failure. You're only a failure if you walk out here empty. When all the time there's so much plenty here for you. What you pick up, that's all you get. Where you walk and where you stop, that's where the blessings stop. When you stop being a vessel, they all stop coming. When you stop believing, the miracle don't follow any further. I'm trying to tell somebody here, Abraham's children walk in the step of Abraham. Is there an Abraham kid around here? Would you shout hallelujah? Because my God, you sound like a cemetery. I'm in the sanctuary. I'm going to shout, my friend. By the way, I was in Montreal. Here's how they worship. I thought, my God, there's a war going. There's a war going on here. What's going on? 
And because I know, you, I know you won't believe it, I brought the tape to prove it to you. Show the pictures. It's true. But faith is looking for an opportunity to give you a way out. Somebody to believe this. I was bound by nicotine and God broke the habit. When a man of God said, Now you're free, and I believed him. I never spoke since. The man of God said, You're free. I didn't take Nicorette. To deal with cigarette? When Jesus walked in, the devil walked out. <laughs> because greater, there's a greater, he's he that is in me than he that's in the world. Faith is aggressive, not passive. Faith is visionary, not not and is also provisionary. Faith lies in the future. It deals with the future. Your past is irrelevant. I don't care how bad you were in the past. Forget it. The key, you know, the whole church full of criminals, a bunch of criminals. Huh? They all got a record. Some are murderers. Some are hookers. Some are cookers. Some are dopeheads. I mean, God specialized in dopeheads. You know why you got no brain left? The best Christian is a no brain Christian. Because your brain gets you in trouble. Make sure you still got your heart, though. He said, Give me your heart. Why don't I want your brain? Because it's messed up. <laughs> I don't want your brain all messed up. Amen. I want your heart. Give me. Son, give me your heart. You know what? Your fate lies in your future. Your best days are ahead of you. Your worst days are behind you. Come on, honey. Get rid of the, that fear and get divine favor. Fate never lost a battle. Fate does not limit God. Well, God, they won't let me go. Who said that? Fate will give you any job you want. Hallelujah. Faith will give you any wife you want. Ask my wife. I got the one I wanted. You can't beat that. That's what I wanted. I got what I wanted. You know how I prayed? I said, God, I know the Scripture says you got so many cattle on a thousand hills. I don't want the cattle today. I want that girl in the church. Hallelujah. All the way to England, he went with me. All the way to Birmingham, he was there for me. And brought her back free on 747. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. I'm trying to tell you, our God is an awesome God. He never lies. Faith never dies. Before I close, I want to tell you, friend, faith sees things others don't see. Faith says, be persuaded with passion. Faith says, confess and possess. Amen. What you want. I don't care who have what you got. Amen. What you need. You can dispossess them and, re and repossess it. You can. Faith. Would you bow your heads right now? Somebody here. God's talking to you right now.
I want your faith to be courageous. I'm transferring my faith to you right now. Don't be passive. Don't be active. Don't be passive. Be active. Now, if, if God's talking to you, raise your hand and lift your hand right now to God. Come on, if God's talking to you right now, raise your hand. If God's talking to you right now, raise your hand. Amen. Faith confesses, not complain. Faith is the ruler, amen, of your life. Your faith has no competition. So try out your faith now. From Columbia, I was, I was in a Bible study. My wife and I were teaching. And he's living in the city, and they'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'm the best Baptist there have in the whole world. I'll tell you that. I was teaching one day and went by their home and knocked their door. They let me in there. And they told me some situation. So I put my chart and my Bible away. I said, now I'm going to pray and talk to you on our God that you need to know. He said, well, I'm a Catholic. I said, that's fine. That's, don't bother me. All better you clear closer yet. That's the truth. So I said, okay, let's talk about some things bothering you. It says, that job you want, you're going to get it. And that breakup you're considering, I'm going to stop it. He says, Dr. Neal, no. Not before. He said, when you try everything, and everything fails you, try Jesus. He'll be your dearest friend. He will stay with you right to the end. When you tried everything, everything failed. I said, now, don't you doubt me. I said, I want you to read this scripture. And I said, if what I tell you don't come to pass, then don't listen to anything I'm telling you. I'm not lying for God. Tell the truth. I said, read the scripture and now you're going to pray together. Now stay up, we're going to pray together. And when you pray, believe what you're praying for. I said, reapply again. Hallelujah. He got the job, and guess what? Instantly he got five weeks vacation with the job. I'd be on for almost a year. And you know what? On and probably come, you break up marriages and families. Well, he's come back together because of the miracle that God took in his life. Hallelujah. So now he's excited. He said, Wow. So he's working out this plant site and he got this friend from Czechoslovakia who's on the verge of suicide. Very successful money wise, but don't like life. Want to kill herself. So here we have a little UN. Uh, you know, a job can here, right here, you know, right here, the table. You guys can get it. You're slow. I understand that. And here is a here's a Colombian right here, and I took us a vacuum here. This is a, a localized UN, and now right at McMurray. And with the table, this it says, if he prays, God will do it. Is that right? Hallelujah. And there's another guy there from another country. Remember where he was from? But they're all, you know, uh, Scandinavians and, and Colombians and, and me. I don't know where I'm from, but I was there. And we were talking about the Lord. And I deliberately, I deliberately sidestepped. I said, I want to leave after I'm done. I didn't pray. She says, well, aren't you going to pray? I said, if you want me to. 
You see, faith is not going to force itself on you. Faith is a gentleman. Faith says, you open the door and I'll come in. And I will sit with you. And I will sup with you. But you stop the door. You say, look, I'm at your door and knock you. You hear my voice, let me in. And I'll come in and I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. But if you shut me out with skepticism, I'm not there for you. He says, I will. I said, now, lady, you want the Holy Ghost? She says, yeah. She's never seen the operation of before in her life. Never seen it. I said, lady, I'm going to pray, and I'm not going to put my hands on you. But I said, what I'm praying, I want you to agree with me in prayer. And you're going to speak in a language you've never learned before. Now, I know you're from Europe, and I know you can't kid me, because I can tell the difference, right? And I says, okay. And my... Spanish friend looking at us, they're praying. They know I can talk in tongues. They, they don't, but I do. But, all right, and we're praying. When I'm praying, church, the Holy Ghost fell. When God sees faith, it pleases Him. God saw the faith of Abel. He responded. And I'm telling you, in five minutes' time, I'm going to give you an opportunity to release your faith. And I don't care who's around you. And I don't care who don't believe. I just want you to believe. And you're going to receive the gift and the promise of faith that you can confess it and possess it. You can dream it and receive it. You can hope for it and possess it. Church, they receive the Holy Ghost. Another, another family calls one day. It all happened in a little, little white church building. Pastor, I can't get no pastor in town to pray for me. And I'm demonically possessed. Would you come? <laughs> I said, I'll come. I said, why me? He said, well, they won't come. Will you come? I said, yeah. So we dressed up. Come on in. The husband sit right there in a chair like that. And she's over there. It's telling me how demons the possessed she is. And how wild the devils are. Expect me to be scared. No. Greater is he that's in me than those out there. Can you hear me, folks? This is apostolic Pentecostal power. Real stuff. This will turn you around. Hallelujah. In church, we talked for a while. My husband began to chide me and said, You Pentecostal, you're just a bunch of phonies. <laughs> and he's talking about how bad we Pentecostal preachers are. Obviously, he's equating me with TV speakers, which I was not that popular to be on TV. <laughs> but I'm lumping with them. He's talking, and she wants me to pray for her. So. <coughs> I've always done this. Act like I'm not going to pray for them. I say, okay, we're going to go. So I'm going to pray. He said, yes, pray for me. So I didn't, I didn't lay my hands on her. I stood over here, and she's over there, and he's over there. And when I'm praying, you know who started talking in tongues? Not her. He did. I heard, <laughs> it was not a female voice. It was a male's voice crying. Tears run down his cheek. 
I didn't hear him say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know how to put that in the right, right voice. I didn't come for it. But God's going to respect your persons. When He sees faith anywhere, anytime, any place, He's going to act. And I'm telling you, right in this church right now, I don't care what your problems are. If you're blind, your eyes will be open. If you're deaf, it will not stop. If you got debt, you can't pay. Today's paid. And if you got circumstances that you can't handle, this is the hour. This is the place. This is the time. This is the moment. Your hour has come for deliverance. Will you take it? Will you walk out the same way you come with uncertainty? Church, that man was filled with the Holy Ghost. I said to him, Now, is this real? Yes. So you say, Yes. It's not phony. Am I telling the truth? I'm not lying to you. The same God is in this building right now. There are several things I want you to do right now. I want you to confess your sins to God. I want you to believe that you can possess Jesus Christ. I want you to believe that no problem you have is a limitation for God. Number four, I want you to believe in the greatness of His Word. I want you to have a vision of seeing yourself praying through right now to power. And you're going to leave here terrifying your skeptics. Would you stand? Mesmerizing your critics. Demonizing the faithless. Apologizing to no one. And you're going to act, actualize what I'm telling you right in concept. Would you bow your heads right now? Somebody here. Somebody here. Let your faith do the walking. Let your faith do the walking. Let your faith do the worshiping. Your failure is not final. Your fear is not longer an option. No, is not forever. Would you step out of your seat right now? Don't wait to be pushed out of your seat. Would you step out and walk down this aisle unashamedly like you would anywhere else? Step out. I say, God, I'm tired of being disappointed. God, I'm tired of living the wrong kind of life. My fretting is over. My fears are gone. Is there a Sarah here? You're tabbing intimidated. Would you come? Would you come? Yes. Come on. Come on up here. God's calling you. Come on. Don't stop. Come on. Come right here. I'm calling you right now. A better life. Both of you. God bless this person's man right here. You too. Don't say him alone. Stand right here. Come on, lady. Come on, lady. Come on. You don't have to. You don't want to. But come on. God's going to bless you right now. We're the prayer warriors right now. Anybody else stand right here? Look at me. Prayer warriors for me. 